Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Estella Coughlin, and you are listening to the Nest Podcast. To give a backstory, I was born in China and grew up in North Dakota. I have a huge love for podcasting, and I decided to take my three favorite things mental health, self improvement, and adoption and create what you are now listening to. Let's get into it. Hello, welcome back to the Nest Podcast. It has been a hot minute. Um, yeah, I'm sorry about that. But since the last episode, there has been a lot going on in my life. And I apologize about the voice. I am a little sick. Well, I'm recovering from being sick. You know, yeah, it gets the best of us sometimes. But the main thing since the last episode would be that I am now in college. Yep, I know, big kid moves. Anywho, so that has been taking up a lot of my time. So that is another reason why I have not been able to upload. So again, I apologize. But yeah, I'm here now. Um, We're going to try to make this getting, we're going to try to get back on schedule here every Tuesday, but just know that I am doing my best and that is all I can do. So now getting past why I have not uploaded in a while because of college, let's talk about college. Like what do I think of college so far? So far, I really like college. It's a really great way to test yourself and to put yourself in the uncomfortable. And, um, you know, I'm all about self-improvement, stuff like that. And college, you really get to challenge yourself and see what you can do. You get to really be independent for the first time, which can be scary, but I, I like it. I like it. I mean, I was able to kind of be independent before moving to college, so that was a plus, and it was really nice because the transition was a little bit easier. But other than that, college is really great. You get to meet so many people. You get to be exposed to so many different people. You get to be exposed to so many new ways of thinking. It's just so cool to be in a new environment and to be an and to be in an environment that challenges you. Like college, it's very challenging. Like, first off, being on your own. Second off, being on your own, like having to be independent, plus do your schoolwork and stay on top of school, plus be like a big kid and do your laundry and go grocery shopping, plus maintaining a social life and getting the most out of college. Plus, if you want to have a job, so it can get to be a lot, but it's been really good so far. I still need to try to find like a balance, but you know, that comes with time too. But overall, it's been a solid experience. I'm only what four weeks in? Oh, tomorrow. Okay. When I released this episode, I would have left home one month ago exactly because I moved in on 
the 20th of August. Oh, wow. So it's only been a month. Okay. This month has felt extremely long and extremely short at the same time. Like the days go by super slowly, I feel like, but also fast at the same time. I really don't know. But at the beginning, it feels like a summer camp. Like you're going to go home in a little bit, but then you realize, no, like this is your home. But I also think it's very interesting when people say like, oh, I got to go back to my dorm or, oh, I'm going to head home now. It's funny to see what people say, like if they say I'm going to go back to my dorm or if they're going to go back to their home, you know, because essentially our dorms for right now are our homes. Like I'm in the dorms right now. So when I say that, I still catch myself saying dorm home. I don't know, but it's interesting to see, see what people say. And it shows like what they think of maybe college, but of where they are right now, if that makes sense. I don't know. But now with college, I've been, you know, trying to get involved, trying to meet new people, do new things, stuff like that. And so I feel like I've taken pretty good advantage for how long I've been here, which is good, you know, making the most of my time and money. So that that is very good. Now, another thing I want to touch on before getting into the main portion of the episode is one exciting thing is that I joined a sorority. Now, for people that may know me, I'm not the opposite of a typical person that would join a sorority, but I'm also not like the stereotypical person to join a sorority. Like, not that I want to act upon stereotypes, but for me, anybody looking to join a sorority or anything like that Greek life, it's very good. It's very fun. And it's just overall a good experience. So if anyone's thinking about that, highly recommend. I'm not even initiated yet, but I went through a rush. I did formal recruitment and it was it was good. So anybody out there, you should give it a shot. If not, at least go through rush. Like I know it might take a lot of effort, but at the very least, you live life with no regrets. Like that's the main reason I rushed was because, and it's called rushing, but it's like recruitment, you know? So why did I go through recruitment? I went through recruitment because even I I told myself, like, you don't have to join a sorority if you don't want to, but at least give it a shot and the worst that could happen is you don't join a sorority, but you get to meet people. And like, I love meeting people and talking to people. And I met a lot of people through recruitment. And it eventually led to me getting a bid, which is like getting an offer from a sorority. And then here I am. I'm planning on joining it. I mean, I'm not like an official active member yet, 
but it's been really great so far. So I'm just excited about that. So that was like the main thing. And being in college, the college that I'm at, I don't know about other colleges, but there's stuff to do all the time. So like, obviously, school does take up like literally all of your time. But when you're not doing school, you have so much other things to do. Like, even if you're not in a sorority or Greek life, there's always so much to do where I'm at, you know. And I'm in a place where the outdoors are a big thing. So even if you have nothing, people just go outside, which I think is great. But for me, since I'm sick, um, I get out of breath easily. And before I was sick, I also get out of breath easily. And I have asthma, and there's a lot of smoke where I am. And um, that does not do well for my asthma and sickness. So I do be hacking up a storm after I literally walk 10 feet. So that's that's always amazing. I'm just joking. That was sarcasm if you can't tell. Anywho, now enough about like catching up. That was pretty much it. I mean, it was the last, what was the last thing of summer that I did. I went on, wait, okay, sorry, I'm not done yet. I went on a senior trip with, like, my best friends from home, and it was, like, the best trip, one of the best trips I've ever had. It was so much fun, so good to spend, like, one of the last couple weeks with my friends, and... And yeah, it'll be like one of my greatest memories for sure. And so, if you have not graduated high school, I would highly, highly, highly recommend taking a senior trip with your best friends because it was so much fun and it was such a great time. So yeah, okay. That was that. Now now I'm done catching up. Okay, I'm done. Now, for the episode, it's just going to kind of be about college because, I mean, that's the latest thing that's happened so far. I know it's a podcast about mental health adoption and self-improvement, but, you know, take what kind of self-improvement you get from this because I think college is a big step and it is a step towards self-improvement and improving yourself and challenging yourself. College is a big challenge and a big step in life and a big adjustment. And so I honestly think this is also quite fitting for the topic. And because this is, you know, what's been happening recently and this is something I do want to talk about. So therefore, I'm the boss. So that's what I'm going to talk about. Anyway, So we're going to kind of hit four-ish main points. So the first point, expectations versus reality. Second point, transitions and like transitioning. Third point, how to get involved. Fourth point, advice when choosing a college. Now, expectations versus reality. So I wanted to kind of like set this up um, because I think it's also very interesting to know. Also, I just want to like preface this. I should have done it before, but uh, since this 
taking me a while to upload, I've decided that I'm going to kind of make the podcast work a little easier on myself because one of the things that I do, I personally do not like doing is editing. I think it is a very creative outlet for sure, but it takes too much time. So I will say I'm not going to edit the episodes all that much. So it's going to be more raw, authentic, if you were to say more stripped version of the previous episodes you've heard. And especially now, like, that I'm sick, I'm not, like, tuning my voice or anything. Also, I never did that before. Like, I don't know how to do that. Like, I'm not that advanced. But I would just kind of take breaths out. For the most part, it's going to be, like, pretty much what I say is, like, what you get. So, hopefully, that will make everybody's life a little easier. You'll get the episodes hopefully on time, and I will just be able to create and make what I love making, which is like speaking on topics I'm very passionate about. Um, And so it's less of the editing process, which I do like, but like I said, it takes a long time to edit. And the way I was editing before, it just does not really work with my lifestyle. So I appreciate you guys still listening, even if the audio is not as high quality as last time. But hey, we're doing our best. We're still getting the content out. What about it, you know? So anywho, now let's get into the main portion. So starting off with expectations versus reality. So expectations versus reality on college. Also, I'm kind of recording on the fly. I have not really prepped that much. But like, like I said, this is like, bro, this is like authentic. This is like what, what comes out of my head and into words. This is what you're getting. So expectations versus reality on college. I think some expectations is that college will be like full of freedom. And it's just like you have unlimited freedom. Now, the reality in that is, yes, you do have a lot more freedom. But the downfall to that is how are you going to utilize that freedom? A lot of people can abuse the freedom and start slacking in school, start, you know, abusing the freedom. Yeah, not going to class, um, staying up too late, going out too late, not maintaining a healthy lifestyle, You know, a lot of people can abuse that freedom. But don't get me wrong, the freedom is so nice. But, like for me, I'm still trying to do find a balance. Balance is key to everything, especially in college. Balance, if you find that, you're golden. So now, another expectation is you're going to make, like, your lifelong friends right away and make, like, your best friends right away. In reality, like I said, good things take time. You're most likely not going to find your lifelong friends right away. But granted, you're going to find really great people. But I think there's that differentiation between lifelong friends and like really good friends. I don't know. Take with that as you will. But I think that's an expectation versus the reality is good things take time. 
lifelong friendships, if you're thinking of the ones like you pass life, like from kindergarten to high school, think of that. That was like 18 years of your life and you made that friend. And now think like, I'm only a month in. And if people expect that, that's just, if you think about it, it's unrealistic. And I know social media and all these other forms of like media, they can make it seem as if everyone already found their lifelong friends. Like in the first week of college, granted, they could be your really good friends, college friends, you know, that's all great, but it's unrealistic and not beneficial for you to compare yourselves to other people. Because also, expectation, you know, everyone's got it figured out. Social media makes it seem like everybody's got it figured out. In reality, especially now, now you know where I am in college, a month in, like almost to the day, a reality is that a lot of people do compare themselves on social media, they're like, oh yeah, like people from my hometown, they have these friends, they're doing this, they're thriving, they're not thriving. But I think in reality, you have to just focus on yourself. You know, stop being so consumed in other people's lives. Now, don't get me wrong, that doesn't mean don't keep up with their lives. And don't stop caring about their lives. For sure, care about them. Keep up with their life. But don't make it where you get jealous and envious. And where you start to compare. Because that does not help anybody. And with the expectations in reality, there are a lot of expectations in college. And there are a lot of misconceptions. But in reality, you got to get back to reality and put yourself in the situation. You know, we'll get back to expectations and realities some like other time, but just a little bit of the taste of expectations versus reality in regards to college. It really has a big effect on people's mindsets when they get into college versus what college actually is. College is right away, especially college is full of struggling, sadness, change, uncomfortability, lack of confidence. You know, it's like, don't expect yourself to have it all together right away. And it's okay to fall down, to make mistakes, to not be living your best life, whatever that means, you know. So I think, especially for people in college right now who are just getting into it, if you're struggling, that is totally normal. Everybody does. Trust me, everybody is struggling in one way or another, no matter how much the media or how much you think that other people have it, quote-unquote, all together. Because this is just for life. Nobody has it all together. Not a single person. If they do, they're lying. So never let that get into your head. Next, transitions. And like transitioning into college. For me, it takes me a little bit longer to transition and to adjust. But I think the adjustment to college has been good so far. Now granted, in this summer, I kept myself very busy to the point where 
I just wanted to be so busy where I didn't really have to think about college. So maybe that made it an easier transition. I don't know. That's just what went on in my head. But my transition from high school to college, it's been a little challenging, I will say. Like high school, I feel like there was a lot more structure for me and a lot more easier, accessible support. Here's what I mean by that. In high school, I had the same schedule every day. I lived at home. My parents kept me accountable to go to school. I had my classes. I knew what I needed to get done. If I needed help, I would just go to that teacher. Now, in college, you don't have your parents here. You don't have your parents waking you up, making you breakfast, get going to school on time. And also for the academics, yes, they're both, they both have support systems, but for the support system in college, you need to seek them out. I found in high school, like if you're missing a paper, the teacher will come and track you down and be like, hey, yo, you're missing a paper. This will really affect your grade. Please get it in. College, like if you don't get your paper in, too bad, too sad, that sucks, you get an F. Like, they don't really, not that they don't care, but people just don't have the time to hold your hand and walk you through what is college, what is life. You know, college is very much like self-accountability. Like, you need to be accountable for yourself and you need to be disciplined for yourself. I mean, yes, I've like been accountable for myself and I've been disciplined with myself, but just the fact that if I need help or extra help in a subject, extra help with writing a paper, whatnot, whatnot, I need to actively seek out the help and find the help and I need to actively be a student. Whereas I felt like in high school, like, you know, you're all in the same building. If I have a question, I literally walk like 10 feet and ask the person. Or, you know, I see him at school every day. It's like, you know, you're all in very close proximity. College, it's like you can go into the office hours, but the office hours might be weird. You can email them. Sometimes they won't get back to their emails. You can see them in class, but, you know, it's maybe not ideal. So it's just like the schooling is different. And in college, it's like you're expected to know, obviously, like the basics of stuff, but like how to write in different formats, how to use math techniques, how to analyze things, how to use deep thinking, how to critically think, how to this and that, where if your high school didn't prepare you for some of the stuff in college, like, I don't know, it. It would be very, very challenging. Now, I'll say my high school prepared me fairly well, I will say. But it's just they expect you to, like, know all this stuff and to just apply it. Where you're not taught how to, like, do it. You're taught, but you have to use your outside thinking abilities. I don't know if that makes sense. But, yes, they do teach and stuff like that. But a lot of college is reading. I have like never read this much. I read so much. Now granted like. Yes the reading is almost like an outline. For the class. Like okay. 
come with kind of this pre-knowledge before class. Now, granted, you don't have to read like every single word, but you want to have a general comprehension and grasp. And so that's also different from high school because high school, for me, I had classes, the same classes all five days. You know, they would like teach it, teach you how to think like this, really be there like one-on-one if you had any questions. Whereas in college, you're sometimes in a lecture hall with like 200 people. Like, if you want to ask a question, you know, you're on the class's time. You're on... 200 people's time. So, and it's also intimidating to ask a question. So it's very much like you go to class, you do what the class wants you to do, but it's also like you have to apply your own outside knowledge and thinking, which I think is a very interesting way of learning and very different. And I like the challenge, but it can sometimes get to be a lot. So that's why, like, if you need help, Yes, you can go to the professor, but, you know, the professor has many students. You know, the professor has many things to do. The professor can help you, but the best ways to do it, to go about, like, seeking help, is to go to resources your college has. Um, Like, for me, I got a math center, math tutor center, a writing center. You know, I'm in both of those places a lot. I do schedule a ton of writing appointments. I sit in the math tutoring section a long time. And those are great resources. And there are people who have taken the class or know what you're supposed to do. And they can help you one-on-one and not like teach it to you, but really help you understand it and guide you through it. Whereas a professor could, but the professor is a professor and has like the jobs and the tasks of a professor. Whereas like a writing center instructor, their job is to help people specifically with writing. Whereas a professor has to like manage like how many students and create assignments and get the curriculum going. You know, I don't know. They have other tasks as well. Whereas if you go seek out help like from a writing center where their task, main focus, is to help you understand writing, that's probably a better place to go. Another thing with transitions is self-discipline. Now, I have pretty good self-discipline, I would say, but college, it's very different. Like, yes, you have to have self-discipline, but you have to have it, like, all the time because you don't have anyone telling you what to do. It's like, okay, if you need to go do this, like, you got no one being like, hey, did you go do this? Like, you need to go do it. You need to put it, put your words into actions, which is like easier said than done. Like, yeah, I thought I was disciplined and I am disciplined, but it's where you have to be disciplined 24-7 in college. And that can be a lot. And the energy levels, like now you do everything for yourself. If you need food, you need to go out and like make food or to get food. Like your parents aren't going to like whip you up a dinner or something like that. I I don't know. But it's very much like anything that you do, you have to do. So, which can be a hard pill to swallow, but I guess that's life. Another thing about transitioning that can be hard is, of course, being away from your family and friends and being in a new environment. 
Yes, that can be very challenging. Being away from your family in which you've lived with them for how many years of your life and now all of a sudden being put into a whole new location, being put with a whole new different group of people, being put by yourself and being put in an environment where you're also doing rigorous education on top of X, Y, and Z, that transitioning is extremely hard. And so don't beat yourself up if that's that's causing you stress because everybody's going through that. And homesickness, transitioning to college, homesickness will get the majority of you. Now for me, yes, I do miss home, stuff like that. But I also wouldn't say I'm like very homesick, which I think is a good thing. And I'm happy I'm not homesick because I feel like it would make me dread my time here a lot more. It would make me not like college as a whole if I'm super homesick. So I'm very grateful that I'm not extremely homesick. Like, yes, would I do want to go home and stuff? Yes, of course. But I'm not to the point where it's really affecting me which I'm very grateful for. But if it is, like, that is not uncommon. That's actually very common. So when I say that I'm not that homesick yet, like, I'm surprising myself. But you, in transitioning, you have to make the uncomfortable comfortable. And that's one of my main things that I'm using to go into college with, is like, wherever I am, Make that the reality. Make that home. Make that comfortable. So yeah, I'd highly recommend it. I like it. I mean, yes, college, wherever you go, wherever you are, just make that your reality and make that something that's familiar and comfortable. But it takes time. And time is a big transition piece. You get so much time, yet so little time. It's like, how do you spend that time? And what do you want to put your energy towards? And energy, you only have so much. Like, the first month, first week, oh man, I am so tired. But like, I'm having a really good time. I'm having so much fun, learning so much stuff, exposing myself to so many different things. But with that comes extreme tiredness. But make sure you're prioritizing yourself, getting adequate sleep, taking care of yourself. Now, granted, I could do a much better job at that. I'm not saying I'm having the perfect experience either. I'm just saying things that would be really good to know, especially if you're going into college, but also if you're already in college or transitioning into college, because it's something that everybody should know or at least hear of before they get to college. Now, next point, how to get involved in college. Now, for me, I always say what makes a good life is the people that are in your life. Because think back. Think to your best memory, favorite memories of your life. I can bet you they are not by yourself. I can bet there's people in those memories. Your best memory probably isn't just like like sitting alone in your room 
and just having a day where you just sit by yourself in the dark. I don't know. Maybe that is. But for the majority, all your memories, all your best memories are made with people you love. And so when getting involved, you want to meet people that you like, that you truly want to spend time with, and you want to spend your energy on, because energy is also priceless. So when getting involved, you want to get involved in something that's worth your time and energy. Now, college, you can get involved in a lot of things. So even if you don't think your college has too much going on, you should make that time. You should make that effort and energy. Don't just sit in your dorm, go out and do your homework outside or go do your homework at the library. Go sit down with someone at the library and be like, hey, what's up? My name is Estella. It's really great to meet you. What's your name? Mind if I join you? Simple as that. Take those lines and use them. And then meet new people. College, you have to have a lot of courage. Nobody is pouring courage in a cup of tea. Sorry, that's a weird analogy, but nobody's like handing you the courage you have to muster up the courage to advocate for yourself, to live life for yourself. Otherwise, it's going to be like, you're not going to really get anywhere. You have to have courage. So, start building up courage. Be courageous today. The best time to start is now. So, with how to get involved, yeah, colleges usually have like club fairs or Getting involved in campus, like, or an app that shows what's going on, or just look at the college website and see what's going on, because usually that has great information. And even at the very start, if you should just get involved, maybe it doesn't have to be something you necessarily like, but just get go go to an event that you don't even think you're kind of interested in, but like, and you don't know about it, just go, just go and see what it's about. I like to think of the beginning of college as a trial run where you can get refunds on time and energy. Now, granted, you don't, but like your time to experiment, go out and meet new people. Because even if you go out and you say hi to one person, people know your face. People know what you look like. You'll establish that connection. You see someone like out and about, you're like, hey, what's up? We met before. Like, how are you doing? Get their Snapchat, something like that. I don't know. But getting involved definitely get involved, even if it's, you know, clubs, intramural sports, club sports, um, Greek life. That's, I mean, that's great. Getting involved in something is very important. And I think you need to have other things going for you outside of school. Because granted, school is hard. And you do need to spend a lot of time on it. But you shouldn't spend all your time on it. Because that is very unhealthy. Spending little time and too much, excess and deficit. You don't want to spend too much time, excess. That can also be unhealthy and deficit. You don't want to not spend enough time and be failing and stuff like that. You want to find a balance again. But I think you need other things going for you besides school. Because at the end of your freshman year, at the end of your college experience, your memories about college for most people, are not going to be like, oh, yeah, I passed my one, like, random math exam on a Tuesday. That's what made my whole college. I mean, maybe it does, but most likely it's going to be like, oh, yeah, I met, like, this friend, and we, I don't know, had a 
crazy fun day, a lot of things happened. You'll remember like that stuff. Like I said, memories best made with people, best shared with people. Time is best shared with people. Yes, you're here for college and schooling, but you're also here to create memories in life and to create a new path in life, whatever your intentions are. But I definitely think you should get involved with whatever that is. Find a new hobby and get involved. If you don't like anything that's getting involved, make a club. Have people join your club. Just go like sit in the dining hall alone and do homework and or go up and sit next to someone in the dining halls and make a new friend. You know, there's many ways. Even if you don't think there are ways to get involved, there are ways to get involved. But you have to take initiative. And it's like up to you. It's courage. It's all you. The power is in your hands. What are you going to do with that? Are you going to let it slip by? Or are you going to take it and use it and create a life with no regrets? Whatever that means to you. But you got to find that. Now, last point. Advice when choosing a college. Now, will I think I will be at the college that I'm at all four years? Well, this has proved to me that I'm not afraid of change. I could see myself moving to a different college, but I also could see myself staying here for all four years or five or whatever it is. Like, right now, my major, I'm majoring in business. Um, Yes, maybe it's like a basic, easier major, but I am passionate about business too, and I think it's so interesting. So I'm majoring in management and finance. Um, finance because I'm interested in like the stock market and like stocks and trading and investments and building wealth, stuff like that. Management because being the, your own boss, managing people is a huge skill to have in the business industry. And I also want to get higher level positions and jobs. And with higher levels comes responsibility in managing people. And so managing people in a business is an extremely important skill to have. So therefore, why I'm double majoring. So maybe it'll take me like more years. Who knows? But ask me later. I could switch my major or I could switch. If I do one major, two majors, I could. I don't know. I could definitely change. Ask me later when I'm less ambitious. But advice when choosing a college. Obviously, choose somewhere with a good program in your major. Like you're in college for education, so don't forget that, but also don't make that the main part of why you're in college. Make sure that it's a place you can see yourself living, and make sure you like the campus. Make sure you like the campus, because you spend, like, all your time on campus. Like, there's bare, like, you, you barely go off campus. As much as I thought I would go off campus, you don't really go off campus too much because everything's on campus, classes on, on campus, housing on campus, food on campus. You don't really get to see the outside world for a while. I mean, depends. But for me, it's mainly like you're on campus. So pick a campus that you like, that you think you'll be able walking to walk to, bike, however you get around. Take that into consideration. Also, college, you walk so much. Like, the first couple days I got here, like, even now, my legs are sore, and I've been in college for a month, and I walk so much. Like, the first couple days and weeks, I do 
be waking up with sore legs because of the walking. Because, not that I can't walk, but there's so much. So, okay, a piece of advice. Get designated walking shoes for college. Like, I invested in a pair of just, like, good walking shoes, and it's been great. Like, you need shoes with some support because your legs and feet will be dead, so at least do yourself a favor and get somewhat comfortable shoes. So, biggest tip, comfortable shoes. Anyway, with that, yes, choosing a college. Choose a college where you think you're going to be challenged and where you think you can thrive in. Because ultimately, I don't know about you, but for me, self-improvement. I don't want a college that will keep me in my comfort zone. I want to go somewhere and put myself in a position to grow and to learn and to evolve as a person. And I think the college that I'm at is doing a really good job of that. Yes, it can be uncomfortable, but I'm growing so much. You grow and change so much. Even in this first month, like I can notice that I'm definitely changing. Not that it's in a bad way, but I'm just changing. It's insane. Like, I'm not the same person from high school, and I'm different. But not not saying it's like so dramatic, but it's just saying you change. Find a place that will get you to change productively instead of unproductively. Find a place that will make you grow in the best way possible. Find a place that will make you challenge yourself and challenge what you believe and challenge your thoughts and ideas. Find something that will push you to be the best version of yourself and put yourself in that position. So that's a big point. Yes, money is also a big point. Find a college that maybe you get reciprocity. I think that's what it's called. And find a college where they have good scholarships. Also, if you haven't yet, get on the scholarships right away. My advice is write those essays. Write those essays. Other people don't want to write essays either. But if you write an essay, sometimes you're the only person that writes it. And you get the scholarship no matter how bad the writing is. Just write the essays. Even if the scholarship is like a hundred, five hundred bucks, you spend like what an hour writing at most. Come on, just write the essays. Have teachers, professors proofread them and get them to be solid essays. Utilize your resources and get that money. Get those scholarships for college because college adds up and you want to put your self in the best financial position as well. I wish I did that. And I took that a little more seriously. But I'm getting on it this fall. So get on the scholarships. Another thing is look and see like if you have any family close to the town or college. Like where I'm at, yes, family visits here a lot, which is really nice. And I know some a decent amount of people here, so take that into consideration as well. Like, will you be seeing familiar faces? Will you know literally nobody? Granted, I did kind of come into college knowing like one, two, three people maybe, but otherwise, like, really take that into account and how far away it is from home. 
take that into account. Do you want a car? Do you not want a car? Do you want to be far away? Do you want to not be that far away? Do you want to be one plane ride away, two plane rides away? What does that look for you? Where also, you can also think of your future. You know, let's say you want to move to the East Coast long term. You know, chances are if you go to college on the West Coast, I mean, you could end up being on the East Coast, but like, you might be more likely to end up on the West Coast than the East Coast. You know, if that makes sense. Just, just think about that too. And think about the job opportunities and the outlooks and look at the college, like the specific area of the college that you're going to be majoring in and kind of the outcomes of the jobs and where most of the graduates end up in. Cause that will give you a good idea. So yeah. Anyway, for now, I think that's the advice I have right now. Oh, main thing, put yourself out there. Don't be scared to put yourself out there. As much as you think people have already established friend groups or it's clicky, yes, it could be. But if you're the clicky one in the college, please don't be clicky. Nobody likes that. But put yourself out there. Put yourself in the uncomfortable be open to new ideas. Be open to meeting new friends. Be open to trying new things. The best things come with time, but also in the unknown. And I've learned that so much. And don't be afraid of it. Embrace it. So advice. Now that was just advice with college, but choosing your college, mainly choose something that feels like home. Also, Sorry, I'm not done yet. You know, when people say they get the feeling when they tour colleges and they get that college feeling and you just know and you know. Have you heard that? You know, when you go on campus and you just know. No, that's also a stereotype. Or an expectation. Granted, for me, I didn't have that. But I'm having a great time here at college. Granted, if I went somewhere else and I still didn't get that feeling, I'd probably have a great time. It doesn't mean one's right or wrong. You know, if somebody has that feeling, that's awesome. Doesn't mean that feeling is invalid. That is a valid feeling. And that is so true. Like, if you get that feeling, you run with it. And that's probably where you're meant to be. But for those people that expect to get that feeling and don't, that doesn't mean you picked the wrong college. Or that doesn't mean you chose wrong or you know, you're not in the right place. Because think of this. If you do want to go to college, now college is not necessary by any means, but if you do choose to go to college, you know, you can, I know, I know it. I may not know you, but I know you can thrive. Majority of colleges. You can thrive in majority of areas. But now when people say they get the feeling, Maybe that's the right place for them, but you ultimately end up in the right place. But you can thrive wherever. Yes, you do get a feeling, but ultimately, like, if you get that feeling, but you get to college and you don't take initiative, you don't have courage, you don't expand your horizons, and you stay in the comfortable, you don't go out of your comfort zone, it may not be the best place for it may not be what you expect. So it doesn't mean if you get the feeling, it's going to be where you thrive the most. 
That's what I'm saying. You choose. You get to choose the college and you choose how you live your college days. So that's the most important thing. When looking at colleges, if you don't get that feeling, that's okay. I didn't get that feeling. A lot of people don't get that feeling. If you do get that feeling, that's great. Do what you will with that. But college is a big decision. You got to think about it. Think where do you want to be in your life? How do you want to grow? What's the outcome? What kind of people do you want to hang around with? What's religion, political, you know, what's the outlook on jobs? It's like, it's a lot more than just that one gut feeling. But that gut feeling is very important. If you feel that, take it. But for those that don't get it, it doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. It doesn't mean you're not going to the right college. So just remember that because I know I felt like, oh my gosh, I never got that feeling. Will I not like college though? Will this, that? No. You, you honestly make college. You make college. If you want a good experience, you have to make the good experience. If you want a bad experience, well, you gotta do nothing or make a bad experience. I don't know. But what I'm trying to say is the power is in your hands now. I've been talking for kind of a while, and my voice is getting tired. I mean, it was getting tired anyway, but now it's getting like a little more tired, but that's fine. Now, with that being said, we are going to get into questions. So, as always, for those of you that are new, questions are always, always anonymous. And your name never gets brought up in the question, and I answer them to the best of my ability. And follow the Instagram. It's the Nest Podcast with Estella. That is the Instagram. And before the episodes, I will put a poll on the story. And that's what I answer questions from. You can also DM them. Um, but I'll put the topic of the episode and, uh, yeah, ask questions. So the first question is, why are you going to college? Well, for me, I know people, you know, parents say go to college, this or that. Yes, college is very good. But why am I going to college? Yes, because my parents do want me to go to college. But I also think the intrinsic value is priceless. You get to go to college. Yes, you get to go to college whenever. But going to college at 18, 19, going to college, being with people your own age and experiencing living on campus, experiencing that freedom. I think that's also priceless. And being able to grow in an environment as challenging and as beautiful as this, I think that's worth a lot. And there's something that should be said for that. Yes, the degree is nice and it will help out life, but I also want to look at the intrinsic motivations and not just looking for a diploma or, you know, salary outlook. Like, yes, that is important, but I want to make sure I'm also doing it for myself because if I'm not, then you're just going to slack off. If you don't want to be here, then what's the point of putting effort in? So another reason I'm going to college is for the memories, the people that I meet, the lessons I learn the mistakes I will make. You know, I'm just excited and I'm going to college just to get this life experience and this knowledge. So yeah, and I won't have any regrets about that because I know what it would be like to go to college. So I live life with no regrets. 
Next, what has surprised you about college? What surprised me is, I don't know, a lot of things surprised me about college, but like how free you are and how exhausting freedom can be. Now, freedom sounds all great and dandy, and yes, it is. It's a huge bonus, and a lot of people love their freedom, but it can be very tiring. Yeah, I think that's one of the most surprising things. But also for me, it's like how how I can adjust to change and how I can adjust to paving a life for myself. I think that's very, not surprising, but interesting. But in surprising-wise, it's just like how much freedom you get and how people use that freedom and how tiring that freedom can be. I don't know. But just also, what's the, okay, sorry, I keep saying more stuff, but what surprised me about college too is how much stuff you get to try, how much stuff you get to know, how much knowledge you get exposed to, how many people get exposed to. I think it just surprised me, like, this whole concept of college and living the college life. I just think, I don't know. I don't know. That's my answer. Okay, take with that as you will. Next. What has been the best part of college so far? Best part of college? I just love meeting new people. And I just love the connections that I get to make. And the exposure that I get. And the knowledge that I've gained. I don't know what's been the best part. I just like the journey. I just like the journey. Even though it can be hard. I don't know. I really enjoyed, like, bid day. For the sorority. I love that day. I love just meeting new people. And just like the little fun like. Conversations you get to have with people. And then you don't see them again. Or yeah. Or like you didn't get their snapchat or something like that. Also very important. For getting involved. Or just college in general. When you meet people. Make a group chat. Preferably over text. I don't care. But make a group chat, and as you meet new people, add them to a group chat. As the other person meets new people, tell them to add them into the group chat. And you'll always meet, like, a ton of people and put them into this group chat. But granted, don't get too many because then people stop responding. But just get a group chat, and whenever you're going to the dining hall, say, like, hey, anyone want to go into the dining hall? Anyone want to join? Something like that. I think that's been great. So do that. Also, it is not weird to eat alone at the dining hall. It may feel like it, but it's not. It can be awkward, but it's not weird. Because think, people have different schedules. It, sitting alone in a dining hall does not make you lonely or a person, a lonely person or a person who's just alone. Next. Oh, this one is like, what has surprised you most about college? Um, yeah, I already kind of answered that. But that was pretty much all the questions. I didn't get too many, but like I said, please ask questions. You know, I don't judge for the questions that you guys ask. I try to answer them to the best of my ability. Um, but yeah, if you have any more, just let me know. Check out the Instagram. Do all that fun stuff. But that's pretty much all I got for you. I'm sorry, my voice is like getting a little tired. It's also like pretty late. Um... And I tried recording this in my dorm. It did not work. 
the dorms here are so hot and I have four fans, so I had to turn all the fans off to try to record and I was sweating so bad, so I scratched that and I was like overheating, so here I am, but thank you all so much for listening. I appreciate you guys' patience and as I'm navigating my new life, I'm really excited to share it with you and I'm really excited to see what else my life holds in freshman year but yeah college has been going great so far but yeah so now thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate the podcast anywhere you get your podcast give it a five stars on apple Podcasts. never hurt nobody write a review comment go on spotify rate it five stars it would mean the absolute world to me and yeah and with that being said until next time